Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We are celebrating volunteers this month, yeah. National Volunteer uh, Recognition Month. Is that? The I believe correct? that is. We're, we're recognizing volunteers <laughs> and, and giving thanks to God for the the many ways that God has given so many volunteers across the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod to serve. Uh, today we head to Tucson, Arizona, to hear about volunteers with Operation Barnabas at Catalina Lutheran Church. It's a really unique way to serve in their community, and I'm excited to hear their story. Joining us, uh, Don Hawk and Paul Lindbergh uh, from Catalina Lutheran Church. They serve as volunteers with Operation Barnabas there in Tucson. Don, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. And Paul, thanks for joining us. It, that's great. Thank you. How has Operation Barnabas made a difference uh, for veterans in the Tucson, Arizona community? Yes. We have a family that we have been helping for three years. Um, the husband, um, Oscar, was in the Marine Corps uh, for four years. He served in Afghanistan for 11 months and then came home and was in great need of help because his hand was injured um, in Afghanistan. And he was a diesel mechanic and that was what he was trained for. And now when he came back, he didn't have a job, he couldn't use his hand, and he has a wife, Felicia, and he has five little children. Today, the oldest is 10, the youngest is three. Uh, when he came back, they had a baby, um, and then the seven-year-old was the oldest. So we've been helping them for three years. It was a very difficult situation. The family, yes, did get help from the VA, but it wasn't complete help. They lived in a home that the VA was renting to, um, for them. It didn't have any heat. Um, and even though Tucson is very warm generally, um, the winters do get cold, the nights get cold, and to have a baby in an unheated house was not an ideal situation. They did have some heaters, but um, the heaters were dangerous. They were plug-in heaters, electric heaters, so it was a major problem. They had no beds, they had no furniture, um, they had very little in the kitchen to cook with. Um, they were also low on food because he didn't have any income coming in. So we supplied food, we worked with some other groups from another church, um, and then also a group of senior citizens from another um, area here. Um, that provided, helped us to provide the food. Um, we also um, had, at the same time, uh, a gentleman from our church. Uh, he was a, a veteran, um, and he had to go into assisted living, and he had a house full of furniture and, and different kinds of household goods, and he didn't know quite what to do with it. Um, he didn't really want to have like a yard sale, so he wanted us to um, use the materials that he had to help uh, a veteran's family. And so that's precisely what we did. We packed up, I think I had probably four pages of listed items mm -hmm. that went to this family, to Oscar and Felicia, um, like tables. We, we got beds for everybody. Um, we supplied the kitchen with dishes and utensils. And um, it, it really did make a huge difference in their lives. Um, so we were able to do that. 
he didn't have a car. Uh, well, he did have a car. It wasn't working. Something was wrong. So we reached out to another congregation, and they supplied him with a car, with a vehicle. And he was able to drive and to be able to start looking for work. Um, he also had to go to school, and he needed a car to go to school so he could be retrained. Well, in the course of all of this, um, the landlord of the home where that didn't have heat, he uh, sued them for some, uh, had some extra charges and things, um, and the family had to go bankrupt. And so they had to go into bankruptcy. So in the last two years, they have been trying to get themselves out of bankruptcy, and that has been very difficult. We didn't have the money to supply them. Um, we just don't have those kinds of funds. We have we do some small funding and we reach out with uh, materials and things that they might need and food, but we didn't have the money to help them. And there really weren't a whole lot of resources that they could rely on. So the bankruptcy was a huge hit. They live now in a small apartment that the VA is paying for, but with five children, they are outgrowing it. And so they are looking for new housing. But as you know, if you go into bankruptcy, it is not easy to get into um, a new apartment or a home um, because that stays on your record. And so right now they are struggling, and that's something we will be trying to help them with, to find resources to help with the housing situation. Um, and the children are in need of clothing, new clothing right now. Um, three of them attend school. The fourth one will be starting in the fall, um, and the youngest is three. So we, uh, that was one thing he mentioned that they can use. And that, at our meeting this afternoon, that is something we will be discussing as to whether, you know, how we can supply them with some new clothes. So that's my story. <laughs> Thanks be to God for uh, for your work with them and uh, and uh, your your ability to to really pool those resources and, and help this family uh, stay on their feet and, and make, get back on their feet and stay on their feet. Uh, what do you see as the needs um, of veterans in your community? Probably housing is the main thing. I mean, uh, it's very hard uh, to have a, a decent paying job and and the housing market the way it is uh it takes most of your money just for rent or or a, a mortgage and uh, a lot of the veterans coming back and that don't don't have the the jobs that they they can support their families with i i might intercede i read in my newspaper this morning that the gi bill 75 years ago um when soldiers <clears throat> came back they would supply them with one year of compensation in wages. Um, and that's not happening today. When our soldiers are coming back from being deployed, they do not, um, the, the jobs are not waiting for them. They have to be retrained sometimes, um, and they don't have any wages in the meantime. When you have a family like what we had, you the mom can't, couldn't work. She had to take care of the children. And so he couldn't work because his hand was injured. Um, and so I would hope that we get something back to what the GI Bill provided because we're not seeing it with the, the VA today. So the, the veterans, uh, as they're returning, have uh, several needs, and uh, financially certainly there are needs, but that then creates um, other needs and sometimes complicated by, uh, as you shared, by injuries in, um, in Oscar's story. 
Mm-hmm. How are you able to meet some of these needs through Operation Barnabas in your community? Oh, we have a very um, generous congregation. Um, we, if we have a need, um, that's where we first reach out. Um, we put the, our need out in, um, we either announce it in church or we put it in a bulletin. Um, and then we have uh, related groups to our members. We have a women's group. Um, it's called a welcome wagon group from the foothills. And they, if they find out that we have a need, um, they're right here at our doorstep. And we do have a collection box here for clothing and so on and so forth. Um, that really, um, our people come forth. We are also connected to a lot of other organizations and we can reach out for other resources. Um, we can reach to the DAV. Um, we have something called um, Veterans Helping Veterans. Um, they help each other. Um, there, there's the Red Cross. There's the Primavera, which is housing. Um, we are very closely connected, um, and the American Legion, um, which, you know, they're one of the largest Legion posts is in our area, post number 132 here in um, North Tucson. And they have been very generous in trying to help us. How has Operation Barnabas uh, been, a, been a joy for both of you and for the, the rest of the saints at Catalina Lutheran Church uh, to be able to serve and give back to the veterans? Well, we enjoy uh, going to different uh, stand-downs and that uh, the city of Tucson puts on a stand-down that uh, they put two on a year that are three days long, and they they help the veterans and uh, people in need. But our, our main uh, goal is with the veterans, and uh, they, they supply uh, food for them and, and give them shelter for a few days to get their lives back together. And they'll help with uh, job helping, or in, and in uh, some cases they, they have uh, medical help there. And uh, just, just to get them off the street, in the last uh, eight years, we've, we've uh, helped uh, quite a few uh, veterans that way. And then we go to the stand-downs, we give out Bibles. We uh, usually have about 50 Bibles on each stand-down, and they are they go right away. They, the people really enjoy the Bible, and they, uh, they, we get to talk to them and find out what they're, what they're up to, and, and it, it's very uh, rewarding. We also give out glasses, reading glasses and sunglasses that we have a member that's uh, with the Lions Club and he gets supplies with glasses and then we make homemade cookies which is a big thing for the for the kids plus the the growing up so it it goes over very big and we also give out uh, packages for the kids we give them a stuffed animal and uh uh uh, uh coloring books and crayons and, and items that they can use uh pencils you know so that they can uh have something too with their parents for those of us not familiar with a stand down, we have just about a minute left. Can you briefly explain what a stand down is? Uh, the the city of Tucson gets together with uh, they they try where they try to take the veterans that are on the street and and have had problems, and try to uh, bring them together, and uh, they do have legal assistance there. They have a judge and some uh, legal lawyers that will help them out if they have problems in. Uh, a lot of times in problems with uh, legal stuff. And then they, uh, in the past uh, eight years that we've been involved, 
they've probably taken 1500 or so and put them back into apartments and into the job workforce and they're not on the street anymore and the mayor of tucson he he's a, a big pusher and helps us with that he they there's about uh 60 or 70 different groups that are there at this stand down at this they meet at a motel in town and they put them up for three days and they even their dogs are taken care of they got a vet there and they give them food for their dogs and uh just just helping them and trying to get their lives back in some kind of an order where they're off the street. That is, uh, and then the volunteers of Operation Barnabas, Catalina Lutheran Church, there to, uh, to ready to serve and to uh, show those um, those acts of mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Well, thanks be to God. We are all out of time, but uh, certainly thank you for sharing your story of Operation Barnabas in uh, Tucson, Arizona with Catalina Lutheran Church and, and the many other volunteers that serve with Operation Barnabas there. Don Hawk and Paul Lindbergh, thanks for being our guests on the Coffee Hour. Thanks Thank for sharing. <laughs> well, it's fun uh, recognizing, but also so insightful, too. I didn't realize uh, the number of ways. I had no idea what a stand-down was. Did I you know that? I didn't either. I learned something new today. I did, too. Well, yeah. well, we're so thankful to for the many volunteers and to get to recognize them this month during uh, National Volunteer Recognition Month. Yeah. You're listening to Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. <laughs> The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Uh